We are in a new series called Love Story, and um, it's, it's based uh, on, on the book uh, Song of Solomon, or whichever um, version you read, it, w- it would read Song of Songs, um, and, and we're going through this journey together, a bit of relationship series. Uh, can I give a heads up, first of all, to all the guys that do have girlfriends in the house or is married? Tomorrow is an important day, and I just want to take your phone. Quick reminder, it's the 14th. I'm going to stop there. I've given you your tip. You can thank me later. Okay? Um, but uh, generally, uh, the month of Feb is, is the month of love and uh, everything that has to do with that. Uh, so we, we're going through this series together, a love story, and it's a journey Uh, through the songs of Solomon. Here's what's fascinating and what I love about this book, uh, and not just, it's God's heart for us. Uh, if, If you go through this book, you will discover that God's plan and God's purpose and God's, may I say, philosophy on dating and relationships is still better than Lady Gaga's. It's a phenomenal book, and it's a guideline actually to us in, in, uh, for just establishing great relationships, becoming great partners in marriage, and, 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 and also just how to pursue your partner. There's so many tips in here. It's going to be fabulous, but there's some ground rules when it comes to this series over the next Uh, four or five weeks. Uh, Number one, number one, from tonight for the next five weeks, you listen for yourself, not for your partner. So (laughs) I I can't go um, seeing an elbow, no elbowing, did you hear what the pastor said? No, that's for you. No, preach it louder. Did you hear that? Louder. Did you? So, and I'm getting smoked out as well. I'm no, the, the, the sermon is going to be hot and sweaty and blushy and everything, but I'm not sure if we can just pause this thing for a moment. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, gr- n- rule number one is uh, listen for yourself, okay? Um, and, be, and be open to the word. Be open. Maybe there's, there's a time here during this series that you're going to get maybe discouraged and, and just Oh, I, I failed so many times. All of us uh, is, is there at a, at a moment in time. And I want to encourage you that uh, if you feel discover, discouraged and when you feel discouraged, you, you can take heart because Jesus can make a brand new thing, even in your marriage, even in your relationship. And then week three, just for the parents in the room, week three is PG-13. Okay, just, just for the parents in the room, it is PG-13. It's the marriage night in the book of Song of Solomon, and uh, it's going to get steamy, but uh, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it orderly. Amen? Good. Anyway, just a bit of background, Song of Songs. Uh, songs. It's, it's written by Solomon uh, about uh, 965 B.C., before Christ, and, and he has written a lot of songs, but, but this is probably his best. 
probably his all-time favorite, my all-time favorite, some of ours, some of your all-time favorite about all his songs, and especially for him as well. It's his absolute best. Uh, It's set apart. That is that is that is the best that he 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 has written. So, fantastic. Uh, a song that he, that he's actually writing, but but there's also a lot of comparison in the book Song of Songs, and um, the one is it's God's love for Israel, God's love for Israel. The second comparison that we can find in this book is is Christ's love for His church, and, and thirdly is also the relationship between man and woman, the relationship between man. And women. So, for the next couple of weeks, it's it's going to be a, a a love story series. It's going to be about relationships, about marriages, about week four after the honeymoon. Uh, how many know? Then then the fighting starts, right? Even for Solomon, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn out of, out of out of the references of this book how to actually fight fair in life and in relationships. You are allowed to fight, church. Just fight fair, okay? So we're gonna we're gonna uh, 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 just go through a, a whole heap, and and lastly, we're gonna uh, end off the series in how do we build relationships that last? Because there's a blueprint for us, and God is giving us this blueprint, and and we can remind ourselves and go back to this uh, at least twice a year, and and oh, this is God's blueprint for us when it comes to relationships. So while we're in a relationship series, I know also there's some of you here that's single and ready to mingle. I mean, there, there's some, um, and, and maybe you don't know where, where to find dating partners or um, uh, where to find someone to date, and, and sometimes our last resort is online dating, um, or there's this Christian online dating, uh, they're sometimes worse than the normal one. But I thought about some online dating code language that we're just going to decode. If you're going down that route, we're going to um, just decode a little bit of these things. So when, someone pro, when someone's profile is up and they, they describe themselves, um, if she says she's 40-ish, right? If you're in this space, if she says she's 40-ish, she's 49 and a half, okay? So just so that you know, if he says he's 40-ish, he's 52 and looking for a (laughs) 25-year-old. I need to cough and uh, I've been sick a lot. Anyway, no corona, negative, but I'm positively negative. If he's huggable, he has a little extra weight to himself and more hair than Bigfoot. If she says she's romantic, she looks better by candlelight. <laughs> if, if he says he's laid back and close to family, he's still living with his parents, he's unemployed and he hopes you have a good job. If she says she's bubbly and fun, she doesn't know how to shut her mouth. If she says she's an independent woman, she has control issues, she's going to dominate you and get you to like it. If he's average looking, 
He comes from the ugly tree and has hit a few branches in between. <laughs> so that's for the online dating, just, just a little bit of, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's get back. This is a blue, Song of Solomon, Song of Solomon, a blueprint, a blueprint for us. Uh, and especially if, if, you, if you look at the book, it's, it's a journey. It's, it's, it's when they meet each other. It, it's this meeting each other moment. And then we go through the courtship uh, uh, period where, where, where they are dating. And, and then it's marriage. And, and then it's fighting. And, and then they build to last uh, at the end. And, and it's this blueprint. But in, in chapter 1, it comes and shows us actually what are the qualities that we ought to build into our lives and the qualities that we need to have and build in our lives when we are looking for someone or when, when we are uh, looking for car- uh, qualities in someone. But, but I want to encourage you as we read and start reading from the b- beginning of this Bible, see these qualities together. And I know there's a lot of references to, to horses and gazelles and hair and teeth. And, but we're going to unpack everything for us so that we can just understand the terminology and understand it better. So there's four qualities that we need to develop. And we see these qualities in the song of Solomon. So read with me. Song of Solomon, verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 2. It says the following. Verse 1 just says the songs of Solomon. Verse 2. Let me kiss, uh, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the maidens love you. There's, here's this, this, this lady, this, this woman, and, and she's speaking about, about, about her future husband, this guy that she's going to date, and, and she's actually referencing a couple of things. And the first thing that she referenced is also the first thing that, that's, that, that, that's a quality that we need to develop in our lives. And, and that quality is, number one, a godly character, a godly character, because she says your name is like perfume poured out. Now, just to give you context, just to give you context, in those days, the men didn't bath, bathe, they didn't wash themselves a lot, okay? What is the English word anyway? Bathed, bathed. Potato, potato. <clears throat> they did not clean themselves regularly. The guy, most men probably stinked, right? And she goes and, and she says, for, for your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfume. And then she references his name. She says, your name is like perfume. In those days, one of the most expensive things that you could have, have in your possession was perfume. It's, it's, it's something expensive. Sorry, I just, can I quickly cough, please? 
that's better. Now I can preach. And she's referencing as, no wonder the, the woman uh, loves you. It's not just because you're a hottie with a good body. It's because of your name. She's referencing his name and saying, your name is like perfume. Meaning your name is, 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 is expensive. There's, there's more to you than just what the eye Meets. It's not just you, you walk into, into a space and everybody goes, look how beautiful he is. That's not the reference here. The reference is because your name is like perfume. There's actually more to you. You have a good name. You have character. And that is the, uh, the, probably the number one um, quality that, that we can develop in our relationship when we're married or not married yet is what we first need to develop is a godly character, is a good name. Uh, getting married to someone is not just about getting the right person. It's also about and more about becoming the right person. And I, and I think Andy Stanley um, coined this. He said, become the person you are looking for looking for. Become the person you are looking for, looking for. The mum in you is so great. <laughs> Thank you. And um, that, that is what, what we need to develop in, 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 our, in our current relationships, in, in our current understanding of who we are, is, is, is there a godly character within you? And we need to develop that character goes on and, and verse five to six, she says the following, dark am I, yet lovely. Daughters of Jerusalem, dark like the tents of Kedar, like the tents curtains of Solomon. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because I'm darkened by the sun. My mother's sons were angry with me and made me take care of the vineyards, my own vineyard, I had to neglect. It's interesting what's starting to happen here. She's having this conversation with him. She says to him, listen, you have a good name. But now she becomes vulnerable. What happens when we become vulnerable is we start to develop a trust. And that is important. And, and the order of these qualities is important. We, we first develop a good name. Then, especially in, in courtship, <coughs> when you start to, 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 to see someone, you develop trust. I mean, she's, she's share, sharing some of her insecurity. She says, don't, don't look at me just because I'm, I'm, I'm burnt. Dark. Uh, I had to look after the vineyards of, of my brothers, and I've neglected my own vineyard. I'm, I'm, I'm dark-skinned because of the sun. What is starting to happen? She's starting to develop trust, and he's starting to develop trust by sharing those insecurities. Hey, church, we all have those insecurities. We all have insecurities. I love the way, and, and we're going to look at it, how he, he makes it disappear, but we all have those insecurities. 
And sometimes we try to hide them. Even married couples try to hide them. But we all have them. I remember um, when, when, when um, I, I started to date Mika, it, 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 was, it was a season for me because you have to know my heritage. My heritage is Italian, right? There's one thing we can't hide, and that is a skew nose. It's just in our blood. And I knew she's going to watch me from the side. She's going to run for the hills. So what did I do? First of all, I, I always looked at her straight on. <laughs> Whenever she comes, you know, because you don't want to, don't see me from the side. You're going you're to run for the hill. What are they going to think? Oh, my kids is going to get his nose. Oh, no. <laughs> run for it. I wanted to say forest, run. But, but we all have them. We all have them. Uh, until she, she just said, it's okay, you're just my Italian stallion. <laughs> I'm going to go side, you want to go this side? That's right. Well, we all have insecurities. We all, and, and we need to develop, it's a quality that we need to develop, is we need to develop that trust in a relationship. We can't go into a relationship and keep on building relationship without trust. We can't. We all have insecurities. We all fall short in some way, but we need to be honest with each other and say, hey, I'm dark-skinned, you know. I had to neglect my body because of my brothers. But this is who I am. This is who I am. Verse seven, she says, tell me, who am I? Um, you whom I love, where uh, you graze your flock and where you rest your sheep at midday. Why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flocks of your friends? It's a fascinating process that's happening in this story. First of all, uh, there's, there's godly character that's being built. Uh, and second of all, trust. But thirdly, she says a, a, a very important thing. Things. She says, why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flocks of your friends? She's developing and setting higher standards. Because if, if, if we look at that phrase there, a, a, a veiled woman was, was, was a woman that handed themselves over to men. It was, in, in those days, it was prostitutes. And she's actually saying to him, uh, listen, Listen, this is something that I'm not going to do. This is something that I'm not going to do in this relationship. Uh, we, you have a good name and I respect your name. It's like perfume. But let me tell you who I am. This is my insecurities. I'm starting to build this, this trust relationship with you. But before we go on, you have to know that I have higher standards. And we have to, as, 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 as Christians, we have to build higher standards. It's important that we build higher standards and set higher 
standards for ourselves. It's important. We, we, we are going to talk about uh, 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 sexuality stuff uh, in week three. But from week one, we have to get it right to say we're going to be a person of higher standards. If you're single in the room tonight, I want to encourage you from the start, set those boundaries. Set the highest standards for yourself. Set the highest, have the conversation. Once there's trust, have the conversation. I'm not going to be a veiled woman. Don't expect me to be someone that I'm not going to be. And it's important that we talk about it and we set those boundaries. That we set those boundaries. And not only do we develop higher standards. Verse nine says the following, he says, I liken you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariots, horses. We have to unpack this because um, what he's actually saying is you're a matured woman's horse. We have, this needs some unpacking. He's actually encouraging her. And that is one quality that we need to constantly develop and have in our relationships, in our marriages, wherever we are, we have to constantly encourage one another. In context with, 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 with this verse is uh, this, this horse, um, this mare of, of, of Pharaoh was, was considered not, not only as, 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 as the most beautiful being that there is. It, it would have been in those times a white horse that would have been at the front and, and they would consider it as, as beyond value. So when his reaction to her is, he says, I liken you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariots, horses. He's actually saying in response to her. Remember she said, I'm dark. I have insecurities. I'm not looked after. And I have higher standards. His response is, you are so beautiful, you are beyond value. He's encouraging her. What a response to insecurities. And sometimes we can come with our insecurities to, to our spouse or our partner. And, and, and sometimes the world has teaches us just to, to chop people off and, and cut you down. And, 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 and we have a bit of banter with it. But banter should never have a place in a marriage couple's space when we are insecure if I can be frank about it, because that's the moment where we go, you're still beautiful. I still love you. Hey, we are all growing older. If I can talk to the marriage couples, we are all growing older. We move slower. We are not as physical and has the 22-year-old body anymore, right? It's saggy, some parts. I know, but that's where we can be insecure and still go, I still love you. That's the problem that I have with pornography. Pornography comes sets a standard that we will never be able to live up to. 
and we will never be able. Your wife and your husband should always be the standard that you look up to or live up to. No, nobody else. We can't compete with, with the world and Hollywood and the standard that they set. That's why pornography wrecks marriages because suddenly we are not, uh, uh, um, we, we don't like anymore what we see because we are comparing it in our minds to something that is higher, uh, that, that we think it's higher and, and a standard that, that just raised the level. And, and especially to the men, can I encourage you? May your wife for you be the most beautiful being from 20-year-old until your 90-year-old and may she be the only person that you are looking at and may she determine the standard. It's important. It's important for us to keep on encouraging our wives, church. You're beautiful. You you said you you were dark-skinned. No, no, no. I compare you to a horse that's beyond value. That's how beautiful you are. You are beautiful to me. Constant encouragement. See, when we develop these qualities in life and these qualities in our relationships, there's a result that comes. And, and I, wanna, I wanna read from verse 15 on. He says, How beautiful are you? And he's still encouraging, my darling. How, oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are doves. How handsome you are, my beloved. And it's very important. He starts with the eyes. It's up here. He definitely works it down. Don't worry, we'll get there. But he starts here. He's constantly encouraging her. And it's important, character first. If you're single tonight, character first, then trust, then the physical. Character first, then trust, then the physical. If I can give another tip to the men in the house, if you treat her well, you will become more attractive to her. If you treat her well, you will become more attractive to her. We need to build these qualities because there's some results that we can expect when we build these qualities in our lives. Solomon 2, verse 1 to 2, and I'm almost finished. She says the following, I'm a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. He says, like a lily among thorns is my darling among the young woman. Number one, the result, when we build these qualities and when we, when we have godly character, when we trust each other, when, when, when we, we, we build that trust and, and we come to a place of, of constant encouragement, this is the results. Number one, she feels special. She feels special. We can, we can put a he in there as well. He feels special as well. But she, in, in relation to the book, she feels special. Because he has godly character, he built it the trust and the, the encouragement. She feels special. She says, I'm a rose of Sharon. 
I am a rose, meaning singular, singular, meaning I am the most special woman on earth. Suddenly she feels from insecure, he's building the trust, he's encouraging her to I'm a rose. I feel special, I feel loved, I feel valued. He's worshiping her in this moment. He makes her feel special. He cherishes her. He cherishes her. He, 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 he does not, uh, important, he does not objectify her. But he makes her feel special. She's not an object. He makes her feel special. And secondly, Verse three, as we end, James, you can come up. We're gonna get in the mood now. Verse three, like an apple, she says, like an apple, like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my beloved among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade and his fruit is sweet to my taste. Number two, the result is she feels safe. Remember she was burnt, skin burnt. Now she says, I, I delight to sit in your shade. Like, like sitting underneath an apple tree. I, I feel covered. I feel shade, uh, 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 safe. I, I feel that, that you are my protector, my provider, my pastor. And, and that's the result. To the men in the house, that's the result. When we build these characters, and, and again, you, you might feel, oh, Zalman, it's too late. I'm in my 50s. I've, I've had it wrong. It's never too late. It's never too late. With God, it's never too late. He can, he can mend the broken relationship. He can heal the pain. Now I want to encourage you. Give him the chance. Give him the chance. I mean, we built godly character first and then trust. We set the high standards and there's constant encouragement. Why? Because then she feels special and then she feels safe. She goes on and she's very real here. She says, strengthen me with raisins. Refresh me with apples. For I am faint with love. His left arm is under my head. And his right arm embraces me. Like, I'm not sure why I use my arms, but it's probably the posture that they are in. This needs some explanation. Strengthen me with raisins <laughs> because I'm about to faint. Raisins was considered uh, uh, and is considered as an aphrodisiac, right? So for those who don't know what an aphrodisiac is, <sighs> it's, it's, it's like the blue pill for men. I've said it. That's what it is. How good is the Bible? 
it's in the Bible. She says, I, I, I need some strength now. Because why are they on this posture? She's feeling safe. She's feeling cherished. She's feeling loved. What happens to you when you're in that posture and you're longing for raisins? There's some feelings that occur. There's some. But remember, she set the standards, right? She didn't act on those feelings because she said in verse 7, I command that you take an oath, O daughter, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field which run free, that you do not rouse nor awaken, nor awaken my love until she pleases. Now in this moment, it's, it's love at first sight. She's feeling safe. Anything can happen. But she remembers, I have higher standards. Not yet. Not yet. And it's so encouraging to us. We have to be different from this world. We have to set those boundaries. We have to set those standards. Now I want to encourage you. Character first then trust higher standards and constant encouragement so that she feels special and she feels safe and as we conclude tonight there may be a lot of things that that's happening in your head maybe one Zalvin I've missed the boat so far it's been the wrong side around for me Again, God can make all things new. You have to hand it over to Him. You have to ask the forgiveness. You have to take that process on and say, God, I've missed it. But He's faithful to make it new. To make it new. Secondly, it's never too late too late to start tonight say God this is the person that I want to become I want to build godly character God in my marriage I want to build godly character from this day forward I want to build godly character from this day forward I want to keep on encouraging her from this day forward I want to trust and build trust from this day forward I want to keep on encouraging hey God has a plan for you he has a plan for your marriage. He has a plan for your relationship. Can you trust Him and put your trust in Him so that He can work through you and develop this in you so that you can experience what He has for you in the future in your relationship? Come on, let's close our eyes. Lord, thank You for Your goodness. Thank You for Your mercy. Thank You for Your blueprint on relationships and as we as we go through this couple of weeks through the book of Song of Songs Lord I pray Lord that that, that we will implement those qualities in our lives 
that we will develop those qualities in our lives, Lord. Lord, I want to just take a moment and pray over every marriage here tonight. Every marriage, Lord. You know where every marriage are. You know the struggle. You know the hurt. You know the pain. You also know the joy. You also know the future. And I want to pray, Lord, that we will base our marriages and our relationships on your word and develop the godly characters. Lord, I also want to pray for everyone here this evening that is trusting you for a godly person in their lives. Lord, may you open the right door, but may we also trust the process of becoming the right person first. I trust for every person here, Lord, and I pray for every person that's maybe for so long single that you will come and comfort them and be their comforter but also position them in the space and in the place where they can meet a person that's near to your heart. Lord, thirdly, I want to pray there's people sitting here that is absolutely broken because of relationships. Lord, may you heal them. May you heal them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I'm...